Well, I am the river that flows through my veins. I am the black crow. I'm wings of change. Well, I am the rock that the rain couldn't conquer. I'm above, I'm below, I am hell and high water. Welcome to Season 3 of the Let's Talk Wrestling Podcast. As always, I am your host, Kelby Bachman, and the song you just heard is Which One I Feed by Cody Jinks, and it is also the walkout song for the next guest on the show, Aaron Jansen. So Aaron is from Emmitsburg, Iowa, and wrestled during the peak years of the Emmitsburg Armstrong Ringstead era. From 2000 to 2006, they won six traditional team titles and two dual team titles. As for Aaron, he also enjoyed some success. He finished as a three-time placer, finishing second and fourth before winning it all as a senior. Aaron went on to wrestle at the University of Iowa, where he did battle some adversity but never gave up, and he finished his senior year with the most wins on the team and fell just one win shy of becoming an All-American. So please sit back, relax, and enjoy Aaron Jansen. Where are you at nowadays? Uh, just outside Okaboji. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. But it's a town called Terrell. It's we're just where where I'm at. We're just six miles east of Milford. Okay. Top, but it's pretty close to. We're about thirty minutes from Emmitsburg, thirty-five minutes from Emmitsburg, which is nice. Yeah. Get back to so, my grandma. Yeah, Terrell. Um, is that school district like Grad? Grandinger. Terrell Ruthvenisher. GTRA. Grandinger. Okay. Grandinger. Okay. But we're uh we're we'll be sending our kids to Okaboji. Okay. Yeah, the GTRA system it's nice, but they spend half their day in Grettinger, I think half the day in Terrell. It just it's kind of choppy, and for us, it, you know, yeah. we're in town a lot anyway, and, and I think the bus will come pick the kids up anyway. So mm-hmm. we're just six miles from Milford. So. Oh, okay. How, yeah. how did that work? How did that work for you then? Because you had Emmitsburg, Armstrong, and Ringstead. Are all those separate schools? They're separate towns? Yeah, yeah, they're all separate towns. And so the, the Armstrong Ringstead actually only joined for wrestling. They didn't oh. join for anything else. Yeah, I, I don't know how that worked out. And I don't think they are uh, – They're I don't think they're affiliated anymore with anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's just Armstrong. Oh, sorry, it's just Emmitsburg. So really? I, I don't – again, I don't know why it disbanded or what happened. I Yeah. I don't, want, I don't know. I'm one of those guys I don't ask questions much. I just kind of keep my head down to do what I need to do. And mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just who I am, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Did they just so they just came over for wrestling? So like, Emmett yeah. was the home base, if you will, and Armstrong and Rick yep. come. How far yep. away were they? Oh, twenty-ish minutes, maybe twenty-five minutes, maybe closer to thirty. Actually, I don't know. That's, That's I didn't get the thing. Is what's funny is we we were affiliated, but we didn't. I didn't get there that often. Or typically when we were going. I you typically would drive through to get up to Minnesota because my mom was living in Minnesota at the time. So, but I, yeah, I mean, I don't, uh, maybe that's, 30 minutes, 35. I, I, I mean, it is. Yeah. Yeah. For just one sport. Right. Yeah. But and I, of course I think it's it winter, was, so makes it yeah, harder. <laughs> yeah. And we typically wouldn't start practice till four o'clock because we had to wait for them to get there. Mm-hmm. So that kind of sucked too. Cause you, you, you know, you come to school in the dark cause you, have early morning 
practice or lifting or conditioning and then you leave in the dark at night because you had late at late practice would they come for early morning conditioning uh, too? no they wouldn't they would just be yeah. they would just have to do that on their own there which i don't they they had some studs <laughs> uh back in the day though mm -hmm. they were uh they, they definitely i would say they they are you know the emmitsburg armstrong emmitsburg armstrong ring tennis you know, early on when they early on in the partnership, it comprised mostly of like the Armstrong Ring type of guys, like who did really well. Really, and you yeah. were, so you were a part of Emmitsburg though, like you. That's yeah, I was born and raised in Emmitsburg. Yep, oh. yep. So yeah, nice. it was uh, yeah, it was a good time. Yeah. <laughs> Other than when, practice that that sucked. Yeah. When when did you start wrestling? Uh, second grade is when I started. Yeah, yep. So. uh, I was at a I was at a birthday party and uh, and uh, Justin Kerber's dad Jeff Kerber, uh, you know at the time I didn't you know uh, growing up he just what my friend's dad, yeah. and he was the one who who saw me at a uh, birthday party wrestling and I just had a lot of piss and vinegar. I was raised yeah. and I had an older brother, younger brother, and my dad, um, and so we were always fighting and so I was wrestling at this birthday party and then. Uh, I think Jeff brought me home, and then the next day, I think he came by with a wrestling flyer and said, "Hey, I think you should really, you should join wrestling." And I'm like, "Sure, I don't know what it is. Let's do it." Really? So no one else in your family wrestled? Like they even know anything about it? No, no. Um, my dad was usually always working, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, yeah, my older brother he was like four years older than I was, so he he was more of a track guy. Mm -hmm. And uh, then obviously my younger brother, he was he's two years younger than I am, but no, there's no, no affiliation with wrestling or anything. It was just one of those like, oh, well, he's got a lot of energy. This would be great. Uh, let's bring him in. And and the other thing that was nice too, I only lived three blocks from the wrestling the wrestling room at the time. Nice. Mm -hmm. So I would I would run to practice and back every every Monday Tuesday I think it was, you know. So and my dad, like I said, he's usually working so. Half the time, you didn't know where I was at anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They just kind of let you run. I mean, that that's the way kind of it was back. You just yeah. kind of, we left a note on the table saying, here's where I am. I'll be back at this time or whatever. And that's all it took. That was even more than us. Really? It was, my dad would be like, I got back from work and you guys weren't home for lunch or supper. And he's like, I didn't know where you guys were at. And I just figured you guys would show up whenever you showed up. <laughs> and like, he's... He was, uh, he was born in the fifties. And so he was kind of a, he's kind of not, a, he's not like a full blown hippie, but he's kind of has that hippie, like, mm -hmm. ah, you know, whatever, like it'll, yeah. it'll all be fine and it'll all take care of itself. And so, yeah, very easygoing guy. Yeah. Where, where were you ended up most days? Like, were you just riding bikes around town causing havoc? Yeah. yeah like, just running around. I had, had some good friends, uh, obviously the Kerbers or, um, uh, Ryan Jones is another one of my buddies. He, he lived on the lake outside of town. We'd be at his place or just, you know, just some very, uh, you know, various friends' houses, but it wasn't like anything. We, we were just, and usually when everyone else had to be home, I'm like, well, I've got nothing else to do. Uh, I better go home, <laughs> you know? So, yeah. So did, did wrestling just stick with you then? Or, I mean, I mean, you started in second grade. Was it just something you just enjoyed from the start or did it kind of come in waves? Uh, yeah, it, it kind of was, a. Uh, I don't know. It, it, it gave me something to do, I guess, when I was young. Um, yeah. I guess the, 
getting into it was easy because it didn't necessarily cost a lot of money. True. We didn't necessarily have a lot of money. Uh, and so, you know, I remember my first pair of shoes was a pair of Asics Tigers from the Goodwill. And or played against sports, not like looking back, I'm like, God, I would love to have those. Those shoes are sick. Yeah. You know, but uh, so that part of it was in, you know, it's it just something that I I enjoyed. You know, I looking back at it, I was so used to my dad working and working. I just saw that I knew he worked hard. And mm-hmm. so I feel like that made, I think the sport just spoke to me because it was like a, a blue collar, you know, just like my dad was blue collar guy. A hard work uh just show up and you know do it do it you're asked and you know go home and i just yeah i just enjoyed it and uh and it was also fun like you mm-hmm. know in second grade you're not looking to try and beat the world you're just looking to you're getting together with buddies and running around a room and playing you know uh steal someone's shirt or uh you know <laughs> uh, what's the other one where you you're all, all all on all fours and you're running around and you're trying to get them on their back and pit them down and you know queen b i think is what it's called <laughs> you know so like that's what i really looked forward to initially was like the, the games mm-hmm. you know that's what i that's what i really liked about it and then as you got you know and then you get older and you start progressing and you start winning it's like well i like winning too you know yeah. i like i like that part of it as well so did you win when you were younger like was it come naturally to you or did you have to sort of work at it to become a little better yeah yeah no i i don't know i i guess it it came natural um yeah. you know i remember my first tournament was the frank Goss tournament in algona and i think i got pinned and i got fourth place i'm like oh that sucks and then the yeah. next tournament i won it and i'm like well this is great you know <laughs> so it's like up and down up and down but um yeah, i mean yeah obviously I, I definitely worked at it but i didn't look at it as work i just enjoyed it so mm-hmm. i just thought you know, that was a, the, the fun part of it was, so you, you went to practice, you put in the, the time, you put in the work, and then you went to these tournaments, you're rewarded by winning, you know, mm-hmm. or, or, you know, having close, close matches and coming out ahead. So that's, um, I think that's why I liked it. I, I wouldn't say like I had a ton of early success though. Um, mm-hmm. I think, I don't know if I placed at AU State till fourth or fifth grade, you know, and I guess, again, like my dad was very behind the scenes. What I mean behind the scenes, like, hey, Jeff, here's 20 bucks for Aaron. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, hopefully this gets you through the weekend. And I'm like, dad, the, the entry fee is 10 bucks. Like, <laughs> we're staying the night. Like, uh, yeah. you know, and, it, he, and again, that was just him, like, well, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, it was, uh, you know, early successes and then failures. You know, that's just, that's wrestling. Yeah. So, so did you just, did Jeff kind of take you under his wing? It sounds like a little bit that you just rode around yeah. with the papers everywhere. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, it was one of those where, uh, um, I think he and I practiced a lot together. Mm-hmm. So like we were both kind of, uh, progressing at the same clip at the same pace. And mm-hmm. so, um, yeah, it was just pretty easy. Me, it was, it was me, uh, Justin and then Brian Sundahl would, would tag along too. Mm-hmm. It seemed like it was us three, um, and yeah, so we would you know, we would just go along the tournaments, and like there there were days we'd we'd head down Saturday morning uh, to wherever, and then we'd spend the night and wrestle Sunday too. Mm-hmm. You know, it was one of those knock a couple tournaments out on a weekend and and go home, and that was that was kind of our life for gosh, I mean, all the way through seventh eighth grade, you know. Mm-hmm. But you didn't know anything else. 
Yeah, you probably had to because of where Emmitsburg is located. You know, you yeah. couldn't go to a tournament 20 minutes away or you, you could, but I'm saying, you know, your options were probably a little more limited. You know, you had to go and travel yeah. tonight. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty much it. You know, we're, we're as I as I, as I call it, bump fuck Egypt. Yep, yep. We're, we're out in the boonies, man. And, you, uh, you know, going down to Omaha, um, uh, we went down to St. Joe, Missouri. Really? For a tournament, yep. That was a pretty big tournament. Yeah, pretty much all over, uh, pretty much the Midwest. You did know, you hit Minnesota I, a lot since you're close, close to the border? <laughs> yeah, I think we did. You know, honestly, you just like, I would just, I wouldn't even ask where we're going. <laughs> Jeff would just be like, hey, we're going to a tournament this weekend. I'm like, cool. He's like, I'll be by at five in the morning or 530. Wands are at 730 and, you know, wrestle at eight or 830 or whatever. And I'm like, again, it was one of those like, I mean, he could have take me to florida and i wouldn't know any different because <laughs> you know i just i don't know i just went along it's, it's what i did it's what mm -hmm. we did so but guys, i'm sure we hit minnesota yeah did you guys do other sports too or was it yeah i mean i know yep. you played football but yep i uh i really enjoyed baseball um yeah. i was i was a catcher I, I enjoyed that position i think yeah i mean my i had a short um attention span so i think you know put me out in outfield or um even infield would have been boring so being able to be part of that you know uh being a catcher and at least getting interacting each pitch but uh played baseball i ran track for a little bit didn't like track <laughs> yeah. uh so that was kind of you know i always did i did some freestyle wrestling but i didn't take it as seriously i i just i really enjoyed football Mm -hmm. So I put as much time into lifting in the springtime, getting ready, you know, springtime, summertime, getting ready for football. Because, mm -hmm. you know, Emmitsburg is a, a pretty dominant football town, too. Yeah. Were you part of that 03 title team? Uh, so let's see. So I, 03, 03, 03 so 03, I would have uh, been a sophomore. Yeah. So, and then they would bring like two or three sophomores along, and I was one of those guys. Nice. So, like, you know, there there were occasions where, you know, they're beating the shit out of a team. Mm -hmm. uh, they put me in to, to to return kicks, and you know, I'm a sophomore. I'm you know, 150 pounds, soaking wet. Mm -hmm. and I'm like, oh great, you know. But I, you know, I enjoyed it, so it, it was cool. And then yeah, we got to stand on the sidelines for when, you know, when they won yeah. it, which is which is cool too. Yeah. So. So kind of, yeah, you were part of the team. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I mean, I was there. And they won it the year before, too. So they were mm -hmm. back to back state champs. So, yeah, two years in a row, uh, you know, for my freshman, sophomore years when they win uh, the two state titles. Dang, so, were you even a part of the 2002 team? Uh, no, I was a freshman. Okay. Yeah, I was like 140 pounds soaking wet. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, okay. But, so did like any, did like Kerber and those guys play football, too? Or was that? Yep. Yeah, they yep. did. Yep, Jeff. Oh, sorry, Jeff. Justin. Justin played too. Yeah, he. Uh, he he was also a defensive back like I was. Um, we kind of were on the opposite sides of the field. Um, I was strong safety. I don't even know what the other side was, but uh, we played opposite each other pretty much. But yeah, he he played as well. He traveled occasionally too. You know, I think what they would do like as sophomores, they would just pick a couple random people to travel, and mm -hmm. so we, you know, so after our our gate our practice on on friday they would take us you know 
and travel. But um, but yeah, Justin Justin did did play. Yeah. So when did you start realizing? You know, you said that uh, you you were going just wherever Jeff Kerber took you. When did you start actually paying attention and like getting invested a little more into wrestling? Yeah. Um, uh, this is gonna sound crazy, but it was it was honestly probably after I won state my senior year because I didn't know where I was going. Like, wow. you crazy, right? Like, yeah. Like I knew what I wanted to do. I like I knew I wanted to be a state champion. Like that part of it was in my head, but like I never was like, uh, you know, I'm gonna go here and I'm gonna wrestle. Um, I never really paid attention to college wrestling. Like Jeff would bring home these signed posters god what was it there was it was like the 96 or 98 one where it had like oh god it had a bunch of studs on it mark ironside was on it and they were all signed and it was mm-hmm. like one of them was like it, it they had the, someone was getting their hand raised with their back towards the camera i don't know if you remember that one that poster yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so anyway like i had those posters and i had it you know i had it I, you know i took a tack and tacked it up in my room and you know, I didn't think anything of it. I'm like, these guys are pretty cool. And the Mark, I remember yeah. Mark Ironside came to one of our, our camps when I was in high school. And, but I never really like put two and two together till after my senior year, like after I won state. And then, and then I started getting offers. I'm like, oh, this is okay. Now I know what it's about. And then I went to senior nationals and I think I was like around from, from placing. And, and then I had, I believe it was Nebraska at the time. Someone was like, Hey, the Nebraska team wants to talk, you know, coach wants to talk to you about um, potentially coming wrestling there. And I think at that time I was already talking with Zaleski and Brands. And again, I had no guidance. Uh, my dad was, didn't, it, it, and there's nothing against my dad. He just, yeah, you know, just who he was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, no, I'm, I'm not interested in Nebraska. I just kind of poo pooed it, you mm-hmm. know, just thinking I was, you know, I was talking with Brands and, uh, in Zaleski at the time so I just um so that's where I was at but yeah it wasn't until after my senior year and then I think Don Middlestat who lives up in Okoboji he had seen me wrestling and he he was from northwest Iowa and he lives in Okoboji and that's Jenny's father so Tom's son-in-law huh I think he kind of I think that was the person who introduced me to Tom and then at that point it was like oh yeah then then you know then I was like god I better get my poop in a group because like I again I my academically I wasn't in good stand I mean I was eligible but by the skin of my teeth I would do homework work I, I wouldn't do the homework but I would uh I would come in and I'd get A's and B's on the test so that would kind of all bounce out <laughs> right <laughs> to a B or C average mm-hmm. um but then it was after that did I realize I was like, God, I should probably start like studying for the ACT start, you know, doing all those things that I think my, my classmates were doing a year ago, mm-hmm. <laughs> but wow. Yeah, it was, it, it, I don't know. And maybe that's who I am very last minute yeah. on a lot of things, but, um, but yeah, that's kind of how it all, like in terms of wrestling in college that the seriousness of it, that's probably when it actually hit me was, um after my after I won state my senior year so were you even considering like even earlier on like after you got you know you got second as a sophomore fourth as a junior like you weren't thinking ahead at that point like maybe I should do this at the next level 
No, no, no. Coaches weren't even contacting you at that point either. You know, I uh, I think I got a letter a letter from Harvard. Which <laughs> <laughs> is hilarious. <laughs> like I just got a letter. You know, I think it was like they. You know, if they had taken a look at my transcript, they would have they would have retracted that letter in a heartbeat. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, so, not really. I guess I. You know, I guess if they were, I wasn't really paying attention to it because, you know, in my head, I, you know, I, you know, losing that in the final seconds in my sophomore year, getting injured my junior year, like all I could really focus on was winning the state title. Like I, everything else, it was like blinders at that point. I was like, I just need to, like, I just need to do what I, what I've set my mind to do. Here I am watching uh, Justin, you know, he, at the time, you know, I was a, a junior he was a three-time finalist one-time state champ and i'm like you know this guy i've been you know um work alongside with during your out just having all these successes like it you know to me that also pushed me you know mm-hmm. so i just in my head i was just like let's just let's just figure this out let's let's find a way to win and say title mm-hmm. and then at, at that point you know i think that was when hey my goal is accomplished now what is the next thing? And then it kind of just all fed into the next thing, which is college. Wow. Okay. So yeah, yeah. so you your your goal was to win a state title and you accomplished that and unknowing or not knowing what was next, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Then yeah, again it, again it was crazy. Like and then after that I was like, okay, what what am I gonna do next? You know, yeah. you know, and then that's when some of the offers started started coming in. Um and then, and then that's when I was like, all right, I need, I need to figure it out. I need to get my stuff together. I need to take the ACT. I need to start doing these things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can get in because again, I, you know, Iowa, um, where I stood, I wasn't, I wasn't going to get in on my grades or my class ranking. So it took my ACT to get in. And mm-hmm. then at that point I was still under like an academic, not a probation, but like a, pro- yeah. like just they're basically it's for for certain students who didn't meet the general criteria, but showed some sort of promise. Mm-hmm. Um, and mostly the class was, was mostly comprised of athletes. There were some non-athletes in there at, at Iowa, mm-hmm. but, um, but yeah, that's what it, you know, it, it again, it, it just, I don't know, it, it, maybe it was right time or I don't know. I don't, it just, it just happened the way it did, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and, and that might've been, Maybe for the better, you know, looking back on it, you didn't have this pressure of wondering where you're going, what's next. You know, you had just one solo goal, and that was to win a state title. You didn't have coaches calling you, yeah. calling you that way. You know, um, you were able to stay focused on on the goal of winning a state title. Yeah. I, Maybe. I who, who knows? Yeah, I, I don't know. Who knows? But uh, I, I will say I'm glad it happened the way it did. You know, and mm-hmm. the good thing about – my dad is he i mean to say he's he's non he, he was non-pressure would be an understatement i mean again he didn't know where i was half the time anyway um yeah. but I, you know seeing the the way the sport is now there's so much pressure on these kids from an early age and it's just like this sport is tough yeah you know don't make it harder don't make it harder on these kids um and that's what's you know, starting these kids early on and, and making them go to the, all these wrestling practices. I'm like, God, like that's where you're building the love for the sport. Now don't pressure them. Don't mm. just let them have fun. Let them be a kid. You know? Yeah. Obviously when they go to practice, make them work a little bit, but also 
sprinkle in some fun, make it worthwhile. But yeah, yeah go, going back to that point though, I I didn't have any pressure. There wasn't there wasn't someone telling me what I needed to do or where I needed to go. It was it was me making up my own decisions. Yeah. So I'm curious about the pressure though, because going into your freshman year, I mean Emmitsburg had started or maybe already was, you know, um, the team of the 2000s. I mean, you know, they had won in oh in 2000, 2001, 2002. Yeah. You know, and then so, I think oh, oh, 02 I, was your freshman year? Yeah, oh, 02 or 03 was my freshman year. Yeah. And I so, think I mean, was there my, pressure there? Like I, no, like I guess I never I never felt any outwardly pressure from 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 the outside come it was more just my my own hmm. You know, I knew I wanted to be good. I knew, like, coming into high school, like, I just, once I made varsity and, like, once I started winning matches, I'm like, I just, in my head, I'm like, I just, I'm used to winning, so Mm -hmm. that's all I'm going to do. And that was my mentality is, like, I just, I'm not going to lose because I'm not used to losing. So, it was more my pressure for me than anyone else. I guess I never felt pressure. Maybe that's just because the sport came natural to me. Mm-hmm. And I, I, you know, there's a move. I, uh, the cradle was like my move in high school. And yeah. that, it was, it, it just made my job easier when I came on, when I got on the mat. Mm-hmm. And so like, um, you know, I never felt really pressured until I would say my sophomore year. Um, and that was really when it was at state, when I was in the championship match and the pressure was, we were going for our fifth state title and, you know, it would have been five years in a row. And then had we won that, you know, we subsequently won the next two title two years. So it would have been seven years in a row, mm-hmm. which would have been pretty badass. And so from in that, like I knew it was Robert Struthers, um, Justin Kerber, then myself, we were back to back to back in the finals. And um, so I'm like, you know, we, that's when I guess I would say like the, the, the pressure that was when the the most pressure that I felt came from from wrestling a match in high school. Yeah. Was, so was they must have they must have done a good job of not laying out this steep expectation of you know you have to come in and there's this legacy before you you know we're Emmitsburg we're we're state champions look at how you know we've been doing so well and now here comes Aaron Jansen as a freshman you know there wasn't this hard pressure from the you know, like the coaching staff or anybody to no. this going, it was just, no, we go out no, before I mean, it happen or no. Cause like Bob, Bob Kenny, I don't know if you, if that's one guy you should interview. Cause he, they call him CBK crazy Bob Kenny. Cause he is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, he, I think he's tamed down over the years now, but like he, he, he didn't care what we had for a duel the night before he would still beat the crap out of us. Like he would, he, his, his coat, his, his practices were very regimented every day. He'd have a sheet and they'd tell us pretty much by the minute, what we'd do. We'd do this for so long, this for so long. We had a two minute break. And if anyone was late after that two minute break, we'd run sprints. It was very, it, it was very military, militaristic. Mm-hmm. And so that's what, what we were used to. And so he just said, he's like, I don't care who we duel. This is how my program's being ran. So he could he would beat the shit out of us for two and a half hours, and the next day we'd have a duel, you know. And he had these expectations: you'd have to come in six pounds or below your your weight, which a lot of us didn't, and mm-hmm. we'd pay for that occasionally. 
because he would he would he would randomly do that. All right, jump on the scale. If we, if we were looking a little fat in face, mm-hmm. he'd make a jump on the scale. But no, Bob Kenny, I wouldn't say there were any like ex, uh, expectations other than to just you, this is your job and this is what you're going to do. And if you don't do it, um, you're going to pay. And so that's what we were used to. So it was like just again, I don't, I don't know. Maybe this is just my mentality, but you showed up and you did your job. Mm-hmm. And it, it, again, if you didn't, you know, he'd, he'd get after you. But I don't remember there being anyone like, oh, guys, we got to win this last, this, this fifth state title. Mm-hmm. You know, I think there was more pressure from the teammates than there were from the coaches. Yeah. Did yeah. you have, um, you know, like as a freshman, you know, you didn't make it to state, you didn't qualify. You know, was that something that, like, did you have the goal of making it to state as a freshman and, and placing high and doing all these things? <laughs> Yeah, yeah you know. for sure. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, my, and I think it was, um, again, seeing Justin's successes. And then, you know, at that time I was um, 15 pounds, you know, I wrestled 15, weight class 15 pounds more than he was. Um, mm-hmm. But seeing his success, and so I'm like, well, yeah, like if he's going to state, I'm going to state. That's just how this is how yeah. it's, we'll get it work. Um, but been like, you know, earlier that year, I had pinned the, number one ranked guy in, in state from Osage. We were at the Osage duels. Uh, it was one of the Coopers. I don't know which one it was. I had, a, uh, yeah. I had an argument with Adam Kenny about this when I was a few beaters deep. And I'm like, I swear it was this guy. And he's like, it wasn't. <laughs> and and then so long story short, he ended up texting number one of his cousins texted the guy and I was wrong, but it was one of the Coopers anyway. And uh, so like, I knew, he, I, I knew it was in the mix, right? Uh, I went to, when I was in districts, I had a, I lost in the last, you know, a couple seconds to, gosh, what is his name? One of the kids from, oh gosh, is it, was it Gustafson? I think Brad Gustafson's older brother. Okay. From Aurelia. Aurelia Gabba Holstein, I believe. Or I, I believe that's what the, anyway. Mm-hmm. So I lost in the last couple seconds. I think he was ranked third or fourth or fifth or something like that. As you know, and I'm like, I'm right there. And it was actually the kid I had majored or nearly teched the week before at, because what is, it goes um, sectionals, district, state. So at sectionals, I'd majored or teched the guy. Um, and then uh, we get the districts. I beat the guy uh, first round, second round. I lose to Gustafson. So we do a true second. Mm-hmm. And it was a kid I'd wrestled in the finals at sectionals. And it was one of those, like, I, maybe was a little too cocky and like I'm, yeah. I'll beat this guy and I, I I remember getting in a shot and the kid just headlocked me and pinned me and I'm like and just like that oh. it was over I was like shit yeah. you know and then, you know at that point I was like f wrestling I'm done with this sport this sport sucks and mm-hmm. I remember Nick Ortman talking me off the ledge um because I think the year before Nick had he got second or maybe once I think he got second he he had a I forget what his move was but he was like Aaron it's wrestling dude he talked me off the ledge and then that's where, um, you know, after, then after that is when uh, sophomore year and made it to the finals. And so were you serious when you said you were done? Like F wrestling? Well, it was a post-match emotional thing, right? You know, you're yeah. crying in the hallway, your heart's broken. Cause at the time that was the biggest thing in my life was getting to state as a freshman. Mm-hmm. Cause you knew like, in my head, that's a big deal, making a state as a freshman and have the potential to do some sort of a damage. Mm-hmm. You know, especially what I really relished was no one uh, 
ever looked at me all year. You know, I, you know, I think when you're younger, you're looking at all these rankings and you don't see your name anywhere. And you're like, I know I'm, I, yeah, I can hang with these guys, mm-hmm. you know, it's, and I didn't see it. And so you're kind of, part of that was my motivating factor too, was these guys were looking past me and I, I felt like I belonged at the table. And so, um, so that's how I felt anyway. Yeah. Did you, did you feel a little bit like maybe in Justin Kerber's shadow? Uh, I, I guess, I don't know. I never looked at it like that. Maybe, yeah. you know, looking back on it, maybe at the time I was, but I never looked at it like that way. Yeah. Uh, it's a great question. Cause mm-hmm. I'm sure other people thought the same thing, right? People thought that I was, you know, Justin's has been having all the success and I'm not, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I just think that's life. Uh, it is it, to me that's just wrestling yeah if mm-hmm. someone else has having better success than you well I, that's just that should be a motivator and it mm-hmm. was you know it definitely was but, so did you get the ground running pretty hard then after like you know you, you took you maybe i mean did you take a little bit of time after di- districts your freshman year and then just did that just motivate you and just go balls full steam ahead into your sophomore year yeah, I did. I mean, it, it motivated me, but then also like I get done with wrestling and wrestling's obviously it feels like a, a like a six month sport. Right. Um, and so I did a little bit of freestyle wrestling, but really, you know, then my next focus was football and it's getting bigger and stronger, you know, because mm-hmm. I, again, I like football at the time. Um, did you but, but I knew, oh, what's Sorry. that? Did you not play baseball then during in, in high school at all? <laughs> I did. Uh, at, and then freshman after my freshman year, I quit. Okay. Um, I just, uh, I knew that baseball, baseball is a summer sport in yeah. Iowa and it just, you know, Emmitsburg's got a lake. I enjoyed, <laughs> I enjoyed yeah. being on a lake, you know, I yeah. enjoyed being a kid, uh, going mm-hmm. out with my buddies, you know, we'd, we'd go out and my friend had a pontoon. So we'd get on a pontoon and we'd get three or four of us behind the pontoon, you know, and like, yeah. we were, we just do stupid stuff like that, but it was a blast. And so, you know, I knew all my other friends were doing it. And I'm like, well, doing that. And I, I just, at that point, I kind of fell out of love with baseball. And I yeah. just, I wanted to have fun with my friends. I want to get bigger for football. I want to get stronger. And so that's where that kind of went into. So at that point, after my freshman year, I was like, yeah, I'm just going to hang up, hang up the, the mitt and uh, start focusing on football and wrestling. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Like out here in Nebraska, they have um, spring baseball. High school yeah. is, you know, high school seasons during the spring. I think they end in May. You See, know, that's crazy. Like, this, where, where, where do they play? Where do they play in the spring? Yeah, they, I mean, they play around here, I guess. It's really, just wow. yeah. we don't get as much snow, you know, <laughs> as, as like Iowa does, you know, Omaha doesn't get as much, you know, Is that like, where yeah, you live, obviously. Yeah. Yep. Okay. No, you know, obviously, yeah, we're like the rest of this, the country where we're getting it now, but yeah. generally like last year, I didn't break out my snowblower at all. I didn't shovel at all. I had we, last year, hmm? man. So I, uh, we own a wedding venue uh, on our acreage and I felt like I lived in that Bobcat last year. I felt like halfway through the winter, we had like 20 more inches than, than normal. Yeah. It was brutal up here. Yeah. Cold, so, just like it is now. Yeah. Wow. That's wild. Huh. Yeah. I, I wouldn't have thought that either until I moved out here and, yeah, for whatever reason, it, it, it's always a little bit warmer, a little less snow. So, 
the oh. only benefit living in Nebraska, I guess, huh? <laughs> yes, yes. Especially, <laughs> yeah, we got a, a duel tonight here in a few hours. Yeah, Iowa and uh, it'll be a big one at, uh, what, what, wait, uh, is it 41? Is, mm -hmm. is it yeah. Rob? Peyton Rob? Oh, that's at 57. That's 57, a yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah he's, he's got a, I, I saw some, some scars and stuff like that uh, in a video yeah, last night from him. Good. I don't know if you checked that out, but that's wild. Because Peyton Rob, I'm, he's the one that got injured, right? Or that yeah. had that infection. You mm -hmm. should look it up, man. It's gnarly. Really? Yeah. I, and I um, think, I think Christian Pyle, it was like a flow wrestling interview with Christian Piles. Yeah. I was just, I don't even know where the hell I came up, but it came up on my, so some social media and I, I, uh, I was like, that's nasty. Yeah. It reminds me of, um, Alex Smith, what he went through. I don't know if you remember, Oh yeah. you know, the quarterback, yeah. um, geez, but yeah. Cause he's got that. Cause they, it looks like they took a couple of grass from his thigh mm -hmm. and then, yeah. yeah, it, it looks, it looks nasty. I, I was shocked. I didn't realize he, he had more eligibility than he's wrestling because obviously he's ranked top five or whatever he's ranked, but yeah. Yeah. This is the last. Back, that's what a, what a story. Yeah. That, that kid's had. Speaking of injuries, we haven't even touched on yours yet. You know, oh. <laughs> like your seat, your, your sophomore year, you know, you end up second, you have this crushing loss in the finals, you know, and then that probably sets you up for a successful junior year, but it almost appeared to end before it even got started when you, um, you broke your ankle playing football. Yeah. 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 It was one of those, uh, I recovered a fumble and I was trying to return it for a touchdown. And, um, yeah, randomly enough, a guy, I, I think actually, uh, it was Kerber. He blocked the guy and I guess the guy blocked and blocked him in, or he spun around and, and hit my ankle. And that's when he broke it, it broke. And I fell to the ground and, and then another guy, his knee fell on top of that same ankle. So I think like, I think that was a, the finishing blow. Mm -hmm. um, and then I'm like, ah, that doesn't feel right. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I remember the trainer running over and I was like, ah, that's pretty, pretty fucking painful. Uh, I probably said some, you know, expletives or whatever. And she's yeah. like, yeah, your, your ankle's broken. And I'm like, oh shit, that sucks. <laughs> and so my mom at the time, she, she was actually there. Um, she had insurance, but she lived in Minnesota. So I just hopped in her car and I drove up to Minnesota. And then I, the next day, yeah. And I think we got some, we got, I remember we got some Arby's on the way home. And uh, I just sat in the back seat and had, I found like four roast beef sandwiches and <laughs> some curly fries. And we went to the doctor and he's like, yeah, we can, uh, we can operate on Monday. And so we, we came in for an ankle and they fixed my ankle on Monday. And, and then, yeah, then it was, uh, God, what was it? I forgot when I got cleared. I felt like it was like right before, right before um, you get your two pound allowance. Nice. Okay. So like, if you don't make the cutoff, obviously you don't get your two pound allowance. I think it was right before that, because I only had fifteen or sixteen or seventeen matches my my junior year. Yeah. And yeah. That was um. Uh, what was I gonna say? When when did that happen? That the, uh, football the football that was oh god so it was an eagle grove i want to say it was like the fourth game of the year okay so we're, so we're maybe maybe in september 
Yeah, late September. September. Yeah. Yeah, okay. so late September. Yeah, something like that. So yeah. did you did did you think you were going to wrestle that year? Did you know, like, did they kind of give you a, a prognosis of, you know? Uh, God, man. Yeah, I felt like I knew I could come back. You know, given their timeline, and then obviously it's like six to eight weeks non-weight bearing. And then it's your, your rehab time after that, you know, I think they, they thought it was like a four to six month process. Like wow. thinking whether I'd be able to come back and wrestle or not, maybe it was shorter than that. Um, but yeah, I, I, I do remember like get barely hitting the cutoff for the weight, weight loans. And mm -hmm. I just remember just having this little, little old uh, calf, you know, cause you're, <laughs> you don't use it for like eight weeks and it's like this mm -hmm. little, it's this little raisin. It's, it's hilarious. I got, and I, the thing is, I've got skinny legs anyway. Yeah. You know, people give me shit from time to time saying, you know, you skip leg day. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I promise I never miss leg day. I just have skinny legs. Mm -hmm. You know, same with my dad. Um, but, um, but yeah, I made the cutoff. And so, yeah, you know, obviously, wildly enough, I remember they, they kept me at number one the whole year and I didn't wrestle a match. Nice. You know, head, head in the state. Yeah. I mean, and they were, you know, I had wrestled up to state, but, you know, before my first match, they still kept me at number one. Yeah. So you wrestled, when was your first time wrestling then that year? It was like little, literally middle of January. Jeez. Yeah. And so, you know, then a month later, state. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I honestly think I, I literally probably had 10 or 12 matches heading into state. Yeah. Holy cow! Hold on here. Was that, what what year was that? That was my junior year. So that would have been five, oh four, oh five. I have the oh four bracket here, but I think that's when you made the finals. Yeah, it is. Oh three, oh four is when I wrestled Scarberry in the finals. Yep. Yeah, that's, yep. that's the year you wrestled Eggers. Travis Eggers. Travis Eggers, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He wrestled him uh, in the quarters. That was the year he beat Fornas. So he really? Beat, yeah, he beat Fornas at districts that year. Oh, oh, yeah, And yeah, then yeah. we saw that we have, you know, he has a potential matchup with Aaron Jansen, second round, and we're like, great. That, was it second? <laughs> For some reason, I thought it was the semis. No, nah, that was that second round. You wrestled uh, Josh Abel or Abel or Abel from Winterset. Okay. In the Abel. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For some oh. reason I thought I wrestled uh Travis. I don't know why he sticks out to me. It I didn't realize he, he had such such a successful college career. Yeah, yeah. Holy the, shit. Yeah, he went to Upper Iowa and yeah, he's Hall of Fame now. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, well it's great, you know, because after like um you initially contacted me, I'm like, I gotta look up Travis, kind of see what you know, just you know, names, uh, you know. Um he obviously I don't hear often, uh, but I didn't realize. Yeah, when you had mentioned that he beat Californis uh, in, in districts, and but yeah, I guess I didn't. Uh, you know, when I, I don't know, it was one of those like, it's just the next person I have to wrestle. I, I, I yeah. I'm terrible about doing video. Terrible about doing research. I'm like, you know, if I'm supposed to win, I'm gonna win, and if I'm yeah. not. I'm what about with Fornis though? I mean, you guys had some battles, you know. Um, yeah, well, it, it, was just, it was just that that time at state was when we wrestled. Those were the only two times we ever wrestled. Um, really? Yeah, because we wrestled what was it in the quarters? 
Yeah, yeah, he beat you in the quarters. Yeah. I, I thought, if I remember right, he beat you, and then you go to the backside, and I thought he said that he's like, uh, it's my state title now or something, and then he got beat in the semis. By uh, uh, Keller, Micah Keller. Ah, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, which is, again, it's just, it's just wild. That, that The way that that whole side was stacked, you know, yeah, like, uh, it, but I don't know, like, again, it was one of those, like, if you're meant to win it, yeah, you got to go through all those guys either way. So yeah. you might, you know, if you're going to, you're going to wrestle them, you know, when it, whenever you find meet them, you're going to meet them. But uh, yeah, looking back, I didn't realize how stacked that weight, weight class or that, that side of the bracket was. Insane. Um, and but, that was the year, I think your junior year was the year that Waterloo Columbus actually won it. No, I think uh, it was, my, wasn't that my sophomore year? That was my sophomore year. Okay, your sophomore year. Yeah. Yep. Because Waterloo, right. so we were going for our fifth mm-hmm. and headed into my match uh, in the finals as a sophomore. I remember like the team race was super close. And like, mm-hmm. I felt like all three of us had to win and maybe one or two of us had to get bonus points. And at that point in time, I didn't realize. So uh, Struthers won, Kruber lost to uh, Justin Hansen. Yeah. And I still didn't know if we could win or lose it or win, win it or not. So I still went out with her in the with the mentality of that we could win it, and uh, and so anyway, they brought I think six guys to state and they all placed in the top four. Yeah. So I mean, it was like a combination of like we kind of pissed it down our legs, but but then also Waterloo Columbus just like rested all their minds and like I mean, they obviously did what they needed to do, right? They came yeah. to state and they wrestled well. They and they won the title. So they, so then fast forward to co- college, JJ Krutzinger is my teammate, and he gives me <laughs> shit. He gave me shit about it, and he would always give me shit about it. He, you know, he would give me. He'd say, "Do you do you want me, uh, want me to call Kyle Fornis? Uh, have him take care of you." <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. Well, uh, that's one of the most exciting states state tournaments that I remember. I mean, it, it was just, you know, we had Waterloo Columbus in our district. So we obviously knew uh, quite a bit about them and obviously Emmitsburg Armstrong Ringstead with the tradition. And, and so it was just exciting from start to finish, you know, yeah. I really ended up on the losing end, but I think what's more impressive is you came back the next two years and, and took it back, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. Was it one of those things where it was like, well, we just knocked off the giant down. They fall. It was like, no, you know, did you guys kind of collectively say that's not going to happen again? Or did, did that matter to you a whole lot? Or I, I think uh, in uh, coming home, well, not even come home, walking from, because we stayed at that uh, hotel that was literally across the street from El Fargo. I remember like taking that, having that trophy. And I was like, any trash can that I walked by, I was hitting it with it. Like, I think there's a couple letters missing from the actual state trophy title, like a teen state or, you know, runner up or whatever, <laughs> you know, it's, it, there's a couple, I want to say there's a couple of letters missing because I, it, it found its way into the trash can at one point in time, but, um, but obviously it's, it's, someone picked it out, um, yeah. but it, 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 yeah. So like, obviously we came, we came home and we were pissed off that we were pissed off that we didn't do our job. You know, mm-hmm. you know, I felt bad for the seniors, like, you know, Robert Struthers, you know, those yeah. guys who 
who were in the trenches as the, you know, for the, the prior three years, you know, as a senior, he was trying to come, come, you know, bring, bring that state title home too. No yeah. more, I think was, it was Maury Noonan in his class, maybe Maury Noonan's the year before, but those guys, I think Jake Nag. Yeah. Yeah. You know, those guys. Yeah. yeah. So I, you know, I, my freshman year, I, I spent freshman year getting the shit beat out of me by those guys. You know, so <laughs> yeah. I attribute my, you know, me being successful. So that, that's the other thing is that, you know, people, they get behind someone and they're not the guy right away. Uh, and if, especially if they're early on, like, that's just how it is sometimes just take your lumps and move on. And, you know, some people, they just want to be in a starter right away and this and that, like sometimes that's not how it works. Yeah. And I felt like my most impactful year was my freshman year of getting the shit beat out of me by Jake and Nag and, uh, and, you know, Maury Noonan and those guys. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, yeah it, it was a, it was a buzzsaw for sure. Yeah. <laughs> One of the, because another thing that sticks out about that year from 2000, I keep getting, 2004 um, was when you wrestled Fornis again on the backside, another highly anticipated match. We're like, okay, you know, that was supposed to be quote unquote, the finals match, you know, um, oh, yeah. it happened in the quarters. We saw, we know what happened, then goes to the backside and now you wrestle again for third and fourth. We're like, all right, let's see it. You know, 2.0 yeah. and you break your leg. Yeah. <laughs> How unfortunate. Yeah. No. Well, and, and the funny thing is, is in uh, this all happened after the fact, but there was a call that it went into overtime. But afterwards, there were some refs that came down to the table to talk to Bob Kenny that said that should never have been, uh, you know, it should never have gone in overtime, basically. Uh, oh, you know, I should have won the match. Yeah. I don't know. I think it was maybe towards the end. I was coming around for two and they didn't give me two. I forget what the situation was. Uh, long, long story short, we ended up going to overtime. Yeah. And I just remember like, Oh my God, this is, this, this is stupid, you know? And uh, we just start, you know, we, we get on the lines and then he blows, you know, they blow, the ref blows the whistle. And I remember I think pretty quick for us took like a fake shot. And then that's when I took that. It's just an awkward step, like not like a full sprawl, like a weird half sprawl. And yeah. then that's when I, I tweaked my my leg and broke my, my my other leg, actually, my fibula. Jeez. And my other leg, yeah, the, the, the opposite one I broke from in football. And then I'm like, God yeah. damn it. And so Bob Kenny comes over. He's like, get your ass up. You're wrestling. I'm like, I, I can't. Like, I can't put any pressure on it, coach. Yeah. And he's like, I don't care. He's like, get up, you're wrestling. I'm like, coach. Like, and he's like, and then at that point, uh, is when I think the trainer came over and they're like, Yeah, he's he's not wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> and and then so I spent the rest of the uh the fi- grand uh, what was it grand march on crutches and in a boot. Yeah. Uh yeah, it's ridiculous, but um that sucked. But I don't know, again, one of those things you and then, so at that point, you know, I think half Emmitsburg was talking. I'm like, God, this guy, he probably shouldn't be playing any sports. Yeah. His bones are bad. He needs to drink milk and all this <laughs> stuff. And I'm like, yeah. And then, uh, I, you know, I, I just, I poo pooed it. And I said, it's, guys, it's just, you know, wrong place, wrong time, bad luck, whatever you want to call it. Um, and fortunately, I didn't need any surgery. It was one of those that it, it just healed on its own. Nice. Okay. So, um, but then I, then I broke that same leg in football. My I, senior. I know. What the heck? <laughs> yeah. So I think, I think 
Coach Kenny was pretty pissed off. He's like, come on. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, what are you doing? I'm like, <laughs> it, it was just one of, again, it was one of those, like, I just got someone, I think it was, uh, I was on defense and one of the offensive guys for St. Ed's, it was, I think the second, third game of the year. He was throwing a block and uh, it, his helmet went right into the same spot where I broke my leg and rest, wrestling and, and I broke it again. Jeez. It did, yeah. At that point, like, did you think, like, I could see how negative thoughts would just flood your mind, you know, like, yeah. holy sh- you know, holy shit, like, my career's over, I'm done wrestling, like, what the heck, like, my luck is just what it is, you know, or, or did you not think that at all? No, I did, I'm like, this sucks, like, why is this shit happening to me, like, it definitely sucked, um, but, you know, you eventually get over it. I, I ended up spending a lot of time in the gym. Uh, or sorry, in the, in the weight room uh, when I was injured. Um, and maybe that was my outlet. But, yeah, it sucks. Yeah, there are definitely some negative thoughts in your mind. Um, you just you just want to get out there and wrestle. That's really what it boiled down to. But um, I do remember going to the doctor and getting the final clearance. And then I called Bob, our coach Kenny, when he was uh, when I was in the doctor's office. And he's like, yeah, so what is it? And I said, uh, they're not clearing me, coach. He's like, you're shitting me. And then I just, and then I just said, no, nah, I'm wrestling. He's like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you know? Uh, so, it. you know, I think he was pretty excited to have me back, but yeah, I think at that, I think then though, it was early enough in the season. I only, and because I didn't have surgery, yeah. um, I only missed two, I the first duel of the season. So you didn't have surgery that time either when it broke the second time? No, it was the same, literally the same spot as, as in wrestling. It was like mid shaft fibula. It, it it was weird. Yeah. Nice. So so then, it, but but in my head, I'm thinking like, what happens if I get in a weird situation? Is my leg gonna break, or what's gonna happen? Um, but so did you compensate a little bit when you first came back and started wrestling, or did you kind of think yeah, about it? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I definitely was. Uh, I definitely protected that leg a lot. Um, again, my, my, you know, this, this, the calf on this side now was uh, small again. <laughs> so you just felt, definitely felt weak from it, but you eventually, you know, you look back and like, especially at I'm 36 now, like as a 17 year old, I'm like, God, you can just rebound so much quicker. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's the truth. So you just don't realize it at the time, but yeah, you just, you can, uh, um, recover quicker and uh, uh, compensate better. Like I can I definitely compensate it better then than I do now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, you know, you end on a high note though. Like we haven't even touched on your senior year, you know, you, you end up on top. I mean, that had to be yeah. just, and not only you, you won it back to back with Kerber. Kerber won it at 71. I mean, yep. oh, how awesome was it to just end your high school career state title alongside Kerber first off, just for you, you know, yeah. and, and all the things that you had been through. I mean, Holy cow. Yeah. Yeah. No, it definitely felt like, you know, felt the weight, you know, cause you, you occasionally you get to the point, like, do I belong here? Like, yeah. you know, what, what's going on? Like, am I good enough? Or I don't know, man, the, the mind is a crazy place. There's no yeah. doubt about it. You, you can, you go into some really dark space, you know, places in your mind. And, uh, 
And so, uh, yeah, then you eventually you reach what, you know, at the, what you're striving for at that point in time. Um, and so definitely a weight was, was lifted and you bring everything back and then you eventually come off your high and then, and then going back to what you talked about before, it's like, shit, what is next? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Uh, and then that's when all, everything else kind of moved forward, but it was great. Yeah. I mean, it was awesome. Cause I, I stayed 52 from my junior year to senior year and Justin, he kind of, he uh, leapfrogged me. He went from 45 to 60. And it was crazy enough. He wrestled his, uh, Mitch Artist, who was Glenwood, I believe. Yeah, yeah. And I wrestled Collins, who was also from Glenwood. Huh. So it was an Emmitsburg-Glenwood back-to-back <laughs> state championship matches. Yes. Wow. So um, that was yeah. pretty – just, just kind of some crazy – cool like small like it's a little story but it still makes it kind of neat yeah you know just the, the glenwood emmons thing and then you know things like that but yeah and that was the year so um i remember you guys always used to come out in those robes. those robes were sick well you know? no we had but we your were, senior year right is when no, you did the yellow well th- those weren't robes those were just like those were just the warm-ups Right, but Clear one Lake, you, Clear Lake you, was the robes. Oh, you guys never had the robes? No, we just had those. We had those all yellow, yellow. Mm-hmm. like warm ups. But was but was pretty cool about them. They had like the num all the state titles. Got it. That's what leg. was down the leg, right? And didn't yeah, you run on her leg? Yeah. So we, you know, I'd always we and you always joke like, yeah, we're gonna have to start filling up the other leg pretty soon, or you know, <laughs> start on the other leg next. And, mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, those are those are some pretty. They're very obnoxiously yellow, though. Yeah, you, you definitely couldn't miss those. Which is a good thing, you know. Like when you're, you know, the state tournament. Obviously, uh, you have all the teams and all the schools out there, and you're like, "Gosh, where's our team?" And then you know, yeah. when you come up with a little bit of, as you say, obnoxious yellow. People are like, "Hey, there they are." You know? Yeah, no, you can definitely see a <laughs> see a see them. There's no doubt about it. Because I remember, I think it was, oh. um, What's his face? Uh, Pin doctors. Um, Swafford. Swafford. Yeah, he posted a video the other day. Uh, one of the Grand Martin, maybe a couple of weeks ago. I, my days aren't together anymore, but yeah. I just saw like a clip of the of uh, the Grand Martin. So I'm like, ah, oh, there's someone from Emmitsbury. I, I can see that <laughs> yellow. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but, so, um, I wanted to ask you about you won traditional state. You know what six times in seven years pretty much um from 2000 to 2006 yeah yeah yep um, but you only won dual state twice you know was that something that just i mean that just kind of shows how hard it is to win both for one but for two what what, what kind of was the the difference between traditional and and dual and kind of coming up short yeah i you know i maybe this is maybe the emphasis that the coaches put on it. I think mm-hmm. it was a lot of emphasis was on traditional state titles. Yeah. Um, and then it's like, then you, you, you go through traditional state, and whatever. And then the next week is the following week is uh, team states. And, you know, I don't know. It was more like a goof off kind of like, Hey, let's just, let's just kind of maintain our weight. And, yeah. Um. I don't again. I don't know how how much emphasis there was put on the the, the team titles, and 
but yeah, you're right though. It, it, it was super up the one time. I think we won it. When did we win it? Maybe because at one year we were ranked in the nation, like top 20 in the nation. Our team was really, yeah, 2000 and 2003, I believe. I think it was 2003 then was, it was the year we were ranked in the top 20, 25 in the nation. Our team was, Jeez. yeah. And, uh, but yeah, I, yeah, I think we, I think we qualified a couple other times, but it, there just wasn't a lot of emphasis put on it. Yeah. You know, we were just, we were just happy to be done with like the hard part, the hard part of the season. Right? <laughs> yeah. You know, now it's, now it's, we can all go down as a team and have fun together and, you know, kind of be a team and goof off and do all this stuff. Yeah. Um, how did you end up at Iowa? You kind of touched on it, but I mean, were you looking at other schools or was it basically just Iowa? Yeah, it was, so it was, um, it was, uh, so I had some initial contact with Tom Brands mm -hmm. and then, uh, you know, I was looking at going to visit uh, Virginia Tech and then, yeah. uh, uh, and then there was some interest from, um, let's see who else, Jim, Jim, Jim Zaleski at Iowa. Uh, so interest from, some interest from them, again, Nebraska, uh, UNO, I had gone down and done a visit at UNO because obviously they were a powerhouse too, right? And it was, yeah. it was pretty close by. Um, and then, uh, so yeah, then it kind of boiled down to, to Iowa, Jim Zaleski, and then uh, Tom Brands. And then I, I just kind of liked everything Tom was saying and the philosophy of Tom. And, um, you know, I had had some conversations with Jim Zaleski. Um, crazy enough, he was actually, uh, he was, he called me around uh, eight o'clock on, uh, I forget what day it was. He said, Hey, Aaron, you know, I'm planning to come up and do an in-home visit with you. Um, I'll be up there around three o'clock, four o'clock, whatever. And I said, perfect. And then he called me and left me a voicemail around noon and said, Hey, an emergency meeting show up or pop up. I can't come. I'll call you back and reschedule. And then on my way to work, I hadn't heard anything. So I'm, I went to work for, I was working for a seed dealer at the time. I went to, uh, on my way there, Jeff Kerber calls. He said, hey, did you hear about your boys at Iowa? And I said, what's going on? He said, y'all just got canned. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, so like Jim Zaleski, um, gosh, what the, one of the brothers, Steiner, the Steiner brothers. One of the, I forget if it was, which which Steiner brother was there. Terry or Troy. Um, yeah, I think it was maybe Terry. And then I think Tim Hartung was on the staff. I then. think Hartung was there too, yep. So anyway, so they, and I'm like, shit, really? Yeah. And wow. then at that point, then there was, you know, there was a rumor mill that Terry or that Tom was coming back to Iowa. Yeah. And, and then, uh, you know, so you go through that and then I was planning to make a visit out to Virginia Tech and then Bob Kenny was talking to Tom and Tom's like, nope, I'm staying out here. You know, that whole thing. And there was about a two week window. And then that's when Tom Brands came out and said, Hey, I'm going to, you know, I'm coming to, he made his official statement saying he's, hey, I'm the head coach at the University of Iowa. And so yeah. I'm like, well, shit, that just made, made, made a, everything a whole lot easier, you <laughs> yeah. know? And then, so I went down to the visit and really enjoyed it. I, I guess I should say I went down to Iowa State. I, I, I went and did a visit at Iowa State mm -hmm. when Kale was down there. Kale was recruiting me yeah. too, but um, I don't know. I just liked, I liked everything about Iowa you know, at the, at the time. And I think maybe part of it was black and gold. Yeah. You know, you know, easy, easy, tr easily transfers down to be an, uh, you know, Hawkeye too. So. Yeah. And but, how'd, you, how'd you wind up as, as a major in econ? 
Uh, so it, it's kind of funny. Uh, so I like the anatomy part of things. Um, and, but I also like business. Yeah. Side of, so the, and I knew that I didn't really know what I wanted to get in, into as far as like, in terms of, um, like the anatomy, biology, all that stuff. I didn't know what I, but I like the business side of it. I knew eventually when I was done, I wanted to start a business or I wanted to run a business. I wanted to be in some sort of a business. Um, and I just, I just like that side of things. Uh, and so that's kind of where I, I naturally just kind of progress. I think my academic advisor at the time was like, just be like a, some, you know, whatever the easy sports yeah. management thing is just get, get yourself a four-year degree and get the hell out of here and figure out what you <laughs> want to do when you, you know, but I, it, but I just, I liked the economics, the business side of things. And so that's where I got into that. And, and then I just, it kind of just sucked me into, you know, the entrepreneurial side of things. I really like that part of it. Yeah. So that's kind of where I settled on that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, your wrestling career took a little bit to take off, but, you know, um, I wanted to ask about your junior year specifically, because you bounced between 57 and 65. Yeah. Um, I'm just curious, like how, how that works, how difficult that is, you know, obviously it happens, you know, all the time, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to pick your brain on yeah. what, yeah, what no, that's I mean, like and make wrestle too weight. Yeah, no, it, it was uh so at that point, um, you know, I you know, you're behind uh Mark Perry, uh, you know, who's he was good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you, you know, and so you're you're just kind of buying your time and you're you're going through, you know, you're doing practices and all that. Um and then uh there is a, a a chance for me to start at 57. Dan, Dan Gable came up to me and said, Hey, you should really look at cutting down to 57. And at that point, I'm like, I looked at it. I'm like, yeah, okay. That's a, that's a serious, uh, obviously when it's coming from Dan, it means more yeah. or, you know, yeah. not, not that it means any less, I should say, if it comes from another coach, but um, when he says something, he's intentional about it. And so if he's intentional about it, then yeah, you should take his advice. And so at that point, I spent, you know, the better part of six months getting my nutrition in line, um, doing the right thing. Well, the right when I say the right things, for the most part, right? You know, there yeah. was this little part of Emmitsburg that was still always in me, and always, every once in a while, I just had to find out what was going downtown and have, you know, and, and drink yeah. and do part of that, which. Yeah. Again, that I had mentioned it. I'm I'm pretty open about that. That that's that's one thing I wish I was better about was being a little more disciplined. And I'm I give in to peer pressure too easy. <laughs> oh, same, yo, same. But <laughs> especially as a small town kid from Emmitsburg, uh, you're not used to big city Iowa City. Right. But anyway, I kind of I kind of got off on a tangent. But back to that, yeah. So I started working my way down to 57, and you know, obviously then. I think there's obviously a conversation, someone had a conversation with Jake Curran, same thing, right? He and I, it seemed like we had a couple battles in high school and growing up, but it, it, the Iowa room is where we had a lot of the battles. Yeah. Um, and so it was him and I kind of jockeying for position at 157. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that, I remember cutting weight, the the whole weight cut down the right, you know, on my, uh, I tried to do it the right way, nutrition, 
really cutting back calories and stuff like that. And that really sucked. And I think that took a lot of my strength away. Yeah. You know, I don't think as much as I thought I was doing it right. I don't think I was doing it right. I'd, there were times I'd skip, you know, all but one meal and I, I'd come in on no calories coming into a practice on a three hour practice, you know? So it was bad. <laughs> yeah. And, but, and Jake Kerr, he, he got the, did he get the spot at big tens that year too? Yeah. Yeah. He oh, would, uh, you're doing all this cutting weight and you're doing all this to make weight for 57. And then you end up not being the guy. I mean, that, yeah. that also had to be just a, one of those moments, like you talked about earlier, where, you know, you love the sport, you hate the sport, you know, am I doing the right things? Am I even the guy? Should I be doing this? I mean, I'm just spitballing here. going off no, no, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like we got to the point, um, and again, that's, this is on Jake and I, it's, you know, it's on me, I guess, not Jake, but it's on me. Uh, and Tom got to the point, he, Jake and I were so back and forth, you know, he'd win a practice. I'd win a practice. We'd go out and, to a tournament and he'd place better than me or then I'd place better than him. We never separated ourselves. Uh, I never separated myself from him. And so, you know, obviously we put, put it into Tom's, in his hands. So we would, he would say, guys, you're both wrestling, you know, and literally right before a match, he would have like a piece of paper in his hand, put it behind his back and say, one of you guys, you know, Aaron, pick a hand. I had, picked the hand really? and it wasn't a hand with the with the the paper in it so jake got a wrestle same thing he put a name in the hat pick the name on the hat if it wasn't my name jake got a wrestle yeah basically seeing like who you know how, how how would we do um you know how would we respond if we were put on the spot to getting ready for getting ready and then we would go out right before the match and if we weren't ready i mean we were ready but then we didn't get the, we didn't get the nod. You know how? What was your response like on both sides? You know how, what's the response for the guy that's gonna wrestle, and what's the response for the guy that's not gonna wrestle? So I mean, it was definitely a mind game and yeah. a mind fuck. Yeah, I was gonna say, you know, like, <laughs> at, at initial my knee jerk knee jerk reaction was like, man, that's how you're picking your lineup. You know, you're leaving it up to just but but like you just said, also, you know, it it's on a different note, if you want to look at it differently, it's how does this guy respond? Yeah. So, but again, you know, like we're, we didn't separate ourselves in right. you can say like, well, he, this or that, at the end of the day, we did again, I didn't separate myself enough from Jake to, co to convince Tom to put me in the spot to be, to be the guy. Now, if I was out yeah. there beating the shit out of Jake every day, then he'd be like, okay, Aaron's a clear cut guy, but that wasn't the case. Jake is yeah. a strong freaking guy, even eight pounds lighter uh, from yeah. 50, 65 to 50. He's a, he's a freaking ox. Yeah. You know, I, I was hoping he was going to lose a little strength. I don't know if he lost him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's, you know, a, he's a, Jake's a great guy too. He's, he's again, nothing, nothing but good things to talk about him. But, um, and then, yeah. So, so back to your thing though, at big tens, when you said you gave him the nod, um, it was literally um, the, what was it? The night before weigh-ins? Or maybe it was it was it was right before weigh no it was the night before weigh-ins yeah that's when it was is when Tom told me to come to the room and sat me down said we're giving Jake the nod you know I was down to weight I mean just got done literally making weight like or I was I was about a pound over I, I knew I'd float a pound and 
but then, yeah, it was one of those. Uh, we we go to the team. You know, I went to the team room. He said, Jake's the guy. And, you know, you go off the deep end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine. Like, yeah. Also, I, I, thinking, like Tom Brands. Okay. Mind. <laughs> you want to talk about a mind fuck? I, you know, if he picks names out of a hat, what were the odds that all the names in the hat were Jake Kerr anyway? Well, and, you know, some of them like, but then like you know? Jake's crypto, like shit. Uh, that, so that was Kale Sanderson's first year at Penn State. Well, mm-hmm. Kyler Sanderson was a my own top ten guy, and then mm-hmm. Jake they pulled, you know, uh, they he pulls Jake's name out of the hat, and Jake goes out and fucking beats the guy, you know. So he's like, he, you know, they there is they got a leg to stand on there, and I think mm-hmm. I went I think I went undefeated in in all my Big Ten duels, d- dual matches, and then Jake, I, maybe I lost once. I I forget how it really broke down, but oh, you were four and zero. You were four and zero in Big Ten. Yeah. Okay. Then yeah. So then I I won all my duels and maybe Jake lost one, but but shit that his one win was against Kyler Sanderson. It was you know. So I think maybe Big Ten seeding wise, it just worked out better to have. I don't know. I I'm not gonna sit here and postulate why yeah. why or what Tom did what he did. He just he's the coach. At the end of the day, you know, everything buck stops and starts at him. So, but again, it boils down to me not not uh, doing my job. But a, a funny, quick story, I will say, uh, I think, I don't, I don't know if it was that night. I think it was that night. I, uh, um, after, after he told me, I went uh, and maybe got, because I, I didn't bring any clothes to go out. I, bought, I went to like the local store, uh, whatever, and I went out. And I was roommates with uh, with Matt McDonough, <laughs> and uh, you know, obviously Matt did what he did that year, and I came home pretty intoxicated at like I don't know one o'clock in the morning, not even know, not even thinking I'd get in bed with him. <laughs> and Matt's like, "God damn it, Jan, to get in your own bed." <laughs> and then I think it was that that the next morning I woke up in in the team room. <laughs> Because every every place we went, the uh, 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 like any hotel we stayed at, they'd always get one extra room for like the team workout. We'd put mm-hmm. Airdyne, a couple bikes in there, you know. So I think that night I spent the night in the in the team room. Yeah, <laughs> but McDonough always brings that one up. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, you got that out of your system. You know, I'm sure that was a tough pill to swallow. Obviously, you know, I can't imagine. But to then come back the next year at 165 and do what you did, you know, um, you know, you made the round of 12, obviously, yeah. American, but, you know, to, I think you led the team in wins. I mean, you, you really set the tone at 165 there, you know, when, like you said, you almost <laughs> went off the deep end and you very well could have, but. Yeah. So, and, in, in, I'm like, yeah. So, it, uh, interestingly enough, so. In high school, um, I could take college, I could take courses at our community college for college credits. So mm-hmm. I actually brought in 23 hours of college credits with me. Really? Yeah, in, in college. So I was, after my first semester, I was technically considered a sophomore. I had over 30 hours. 
Well, so, you just said earlier in the you just said earlier that you weren't really making the grades. You, you well, really, and here you are, well, you coming up with twenty three college credits. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I mean, like my GPA wasn't like up to snuff, basically, but I was still yeah. doing well enough, like to to be academically to be able to bring those those uh um those 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 credit hours with me. So anyway, so fast forward to my my junior my registered junior year uh would be my fourth year at iowa i technically graduated um wow. yeah so i was grad i had graduated and so you know i'm thinking like am i just done with wrestling like mm-hmm. after what happened with me uh at big times am i just done wrestling um because crazy enough i i also after we got back home from big tens uh going off the deep end another tangent uh I picked up, I was sober. I picked up a couple of my drunk buddies and one of them was a teammate uh, at the bar. And uh, somehow we got on, hey, well, let's just go out and visit my brother that lives out in uh, Washington. So I'm not shitting you. We pack up. And when I say pack up, we, with the shirt on our back, backs, we get in my buddy's Jetta and we start driving west. And we get out to Cheyenne, Wyoming. <laughs> And this is, we leave at like two in the morning and I'm driving because <laughs> I'm the only one sober. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, we're going to go visit my brother. Let's do this. And these guys are drunk, passed out. Yeah. And we wake up eight, 10 hours later and I'm like, where the hell are we? I'm like, we're in Cheyenne, Wyoming. And they're like, Aaron, let's pump the brakes on this dude. <laughs> and meanwhile, Tom Brands is like, Jansen, you know, end up, someone was like, hey, where's Jansen at? Because I skipped, you know, because it was after Big Tens, we still practice. I skipped practice. Mm-hmm. And they're like, and someone's like, some fucking call Jansen and get his ass here. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, I'm in Cheyenne, Wyoming right now. I'm not coming to practice. And so anyway, we probably had like a hundred, 200 bucks to our names. I mean, and so they're like, my, my one buddy was like, guys, I just got an email. If I don't make it back to this next class, I'm going to, they're going to fail me out. Then I can't graduate. So long story short, we end up going to Denver for the night. Or yeah, I think for the now we end up taking a nap there and we come back. So we do like a fucking 16, 20 hour, 18 hour loop. <laughs> We're back in Iowa City. Um, so that was one little snippet. So again, went off the deep end, not like to some of these other guys who really truly went off the deep end. I was contemplating yeah. not even coming back. Um I was still speaking with Kerber at the time, you know, I was in contact with Justin, and Justin's like, Hey man, transfer out to Cornell. We we need a yeah. fifty-seven pounder. And I'm like, fuck, that doesn't sound like a terrible. But I'm I'm a very loyal loyal guy when it comes to that. I really uh, embrace my relationships with my teammates. You know, we've been in the trenches. We've we've done all that. So I I at the end of the day, I felt I owed it to them to come back. And and am I time at Iowa and my because being having graduated I could have transferred and and not been you know um yeah not gotten dinged because at that time the NIL wasn't even right not even a thing and that's a whole nother thing but yeah and even um, if you if you would have transferred if you would have transferred while still enrolled at Iowa they would have to release you and all that stuff right like you wouldn't have it so yes yep so they, yeah, they, um, again, I graduated, so I, so I could have done whatever did. I wanted. Uh, so then I just re-enrolled back in Iowa. I, I came back for like a 
so I actually got a second major. Oh, really? What was well, so it was, um, it was business and economics was my nice. major. Yeah. Yeah. So it was my second major. So I, I was able to get, I don't, again, I don't even know how many other, what, whatever the requirements were for that, but yeah. So, well, um, then, it, yeah, then at my senior years when I, I really started buckling down, um, yeah. trying to figure things out. So when did you decide you were going to come back? Cause I mean, it's not, I mean, <laughs> Slate might have been the be a good option for me at that point, like you said. You yeah. Without any punishment, so. Yeah, you know, I, I, I think maybe. It maybe crossed my mind to leave for a couple days, but again, I just enjoyed my relationships with all my friend, my teammates too much. Yeah. I it would just be too weird to me to just all right. See you later, guys. I'll I'll probably be, be competing you guys against you guys in a few months and. I just, I just couldn't do that. I, I liked, I really liked everything about it. I liked the situation I was in. I just, it, again, it just boiled down to me. Yeah. So to figure things out. Yeah. There's, there's still one elephant in the room we haven't touched on yet. And that was so your senior year, you know, you make the national tournament. Um, You know, you, you basically are doing everything that you set out that you wanted to do. You know, I think you won 28 matches. You led the team yeah. wins. Like we're, you were a leader on the team at this point. Um, you get to nationals, and on on the backside, you wrestle nobody other than Justin Kerber. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I know. What the heck? Did, yeah, like, it was. It, it was. Yeah, it was crazy. It was tough, you know. Like, you know, because him, you know, his dad got me into wrestling. You know, obviously, we've been through the trenches. And, as a matter of fact, Justin would come back. He came back a couple summers for like a week or two, and he'd stay at my place, and I was sitting. He'd train with us in the room, you know. Wow. So, because uh, obviously uh, the, the, between his dad and, and Randy Lewis was also around too. Because yeah. I don't know if you knew that, but Randy Lewis is his his uncle. No. Yeah. So Randy Lewis's sister is his mom. Really? So, I didn't know so that. Crazy enough, I know. And like, so that's also another crazy thing is like in high school. You know, Justin uh, obviously wrestled Justin Hansen in the finals, and we knew that was going to be a big match. And so yeah. here, here was this former Olympic gold medalist, and I didn't know anything about the guy. And he would show up, and he would, you know, I was basically, you know, I was the practice dummy for uh, for Randy Lewis throwing leg lace throws. And I was <laughs> the guy Randy Lewis would throw. Mm -hmm. But at the time, I didn't think anything of it, know anything about it. And then you know, then I get to Iowa, and then Randy Lewis is this uh, Iowa legend that was an Olympic gold medalist, a multiple-time national champion, all this stuff. But yeah, so that's that's uh, Justin's uncle. Wow. Yeah, because I don't know if you know this, but Justin's mom. What's that? Nothing. Nothing. Go ahead. I was just oh. gonna say I just knew Jeff. You know, Jeff kind of cast this big shadow, and you're like, oh man, that's yeah. Jeff Kerber. Okay. But yeah, yeah what, so about, had, what about Tom? Yeah, so Je obviously Je uh, Jeff's brother-in-law is Randy Lewis, his, his former teammate. But then Justin's mom was actually a gymnast at Iowa. So, uh, you know, the Kerbers got some athletic genes. A gymnast? She was a gymnast? Yeah, gymnast, Dang. yep. Wow. Yep. But wow. Um, anyway, back to the – yeah, so it's just wild. Like, you know, because I ended up being seated, um, I think, 11th. In that at the at the national tournament, and uh, and I think Justin was see. I think at one point in time he's he's ranked like third, 
Um, but anyway, so I come in, I, I drop my first match. I don't know, probably first match jitters, whatever. Um, I dropped that three to four. And then I wrestled Dallas Bailey, who was Oklahoma State guy. I think I wrestled him a couple of times, lost to him a couple both times. So, you know, here I am, I lost to him. I'm like, shit, I'm about to go to, yeah. about to barbecue. And I ended up beating him. And and then I don't know at what point Justin lost. And you're looking at the bracket and you're like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to wrestle Justin. Yeah. yeah. When did you realize that? Because you're right. I mean, you know, you guys were on opposite sides of the bracket, if I'm not mistaken. Like, it, yeah. it, it wasn't like you were matched up to go against each other. It had to fall, you know, the right way. Because, yeah, yeah he, was like... top, he was the nine seed. You were <laughs> the 11 seed, you know. Yeah, no, it was definitely wild. I mean, I, again, everything had to happen. I had to lose, and he had to lose at the right, you know, at the correct time yeah. for us to wrestle each other. And, and that's how it happened. So yeah, it was, it was um, oh yeah, definitely crazy. The whole situation was crazy. <laughs> yeah. did, you know, did but, you have, like some extra jitters going into that match, or did you like did you just think of him as another opponent? I mean, well, at the end of the day, it's either him or I, right? Right. That's how I right. look at it. It's you know, it. I still have a goal, you know, and that's becoming all American. Um, and obviously at that point in time, it was, that was his goal too. Uh, yeah, but. You know, I you wrestle a guy for a long time for years. I mean, the second you tie up with him, you just you know everything. It's just like this takes you back to high school. So <laughs> mm -hmm. you could, you know, I, I could still feel the same pressures and the same thing. Even it's you know, it's been five. You know, we we still come back and scrap against each other in high school, in college, and things like that. But you can still feel all the same pressures and things like that. So I felt like I knew some of the things he was going to do. You know, he, he was very notorious. He had really, really good boots. He had great hips. I mean, the guy could clean like 300 and some pounds in high school. Jeez. Yeah. Justin was very explosive. Yeah. Um, so, but a lot of things, again, I, I could feel a lot of the same pressures and things like that. So I, I could, I kind of knew some of the things he was going to hit and kind of feel the same thing. So, yeah. Um, you know, when you look over your wrestling career, you know, you fell just one match short of All-American status, but, you know, the, the trials and tribulations, the adversity, the ups and downs, the injuries, like you've had, you had one crazy career and, and, and it was still a pretty successful one, you know? I mean, I look back on it pretty fondly. I don't know if you do, but yeah, you know, well, I think, you know, yeah, it, it's, you know, it's always a, there's a study out there that I think that they, you know, they, they interviewed someone on who got second place and third place. The third place is always going to be more happy than someone got second. And that's kind of mm -hmm. the same thing for me. Obviously I didn't get second or third at nationals, but that is something that still motivates me today. Like I do, I feel disappointed in myself. Cause yeah, even though I've gone through all these things, like I still, I still wanted to accomplish that. And I was so close. And it, it, again, I, there's not a day or every two days, I don't think about it. Um, it. You know, every time I step into a wrestling room, I think about it. Yeah, I don't, I don't step into a wrestling room as often as I, I wish I could. I, um, I would like to. I, eventually, I'll. I think in the next year, I'll probably end up starting a, a small club up here or something, right. just trying to give back to the sport. Yeah, yeah, that's my eventual. My hope is to start 
I, I don't even know if there'll be a club, more like a, I want to build a shop. I've got a shop built. I just need to build the room in, in the shop and uh, just start, you know, doing sessions and things like that. I don't, I don't really want to charge anyone. I want it more, more free, but I want to, I want to get her towards people who are, who are serious at getting, wanting to get better. Um, but I, I think about it all the time. Yeah. I think about being three points away. And, um, yeah. And that'd be but, great though. You know, if you could yeah. do that and have, you know, a way to give back, especially in that area, the tradition's rich, you know, yeah. um, we need it. We are uh, Northwest yeah. Iowa sucks. <laughs> Yeah. I think it's getting better, but it's not great. You know, I'm tired of seeing all these Eastern and Southeastern Iowa teams dominating. And, you know, at, a, you know, one point in time, that was Northwest Iowa. Yeah. So. Um, who was in your district? You know, like I, I agree, you know, when I think about back when MFL was in 2A, you know, there was West Delaware, Osage, New Hampton, us, um, and obviously some schools I'm missing, but they were like our district, Charles city, it was packed. And it was like, you make out of that district, like you're probably going to place. Like that's how, yeah. you know, so I'm picturing, was that the same kind of mindset with your district? I feel like your district had, was loaded too. Yeah. Gosh, I, it's so funny. Cause like some things just escape you. I remember my senior year district. I don't remember where it was at, but I remember Osage being there. Clear Lake was there. Oh, um, yeah. Geez. Yeah, and I but I I, I can't recall junior. I, I I'm so bad. I feel like I'm to the point my in my my head capacity. It's one in one out. <laughs> yeah, you know because you have all these wrestling experiences in Iowa. I mean, in, in yeah. high school, and then you, all those almost get replaced by all your wrestling experiences in in college. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. So some of the yeah. smaller details in high school are kind of forgotten because mm -hmm. um, they're taken over by all of your experiences in college. Mm -hmm. And maybe well, I've had one too many concussions too. I don't know. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I, I don't have experiences from college wrestling to, you know, uh, supplant the experiences in high school. So that's why I think I have a little more maybe yeah. uh, school knowledge, but yeah. Um, uh, lastly, what, what are you up to now? So, you know, you, you said you're up, you know, in the Emmitsburg area, um, yep. in Terrell. Um, yeah. What just kind of, what are you up to? Yeah. So I'm, uh, you I own your own business like you wanted to, right? Yeah. 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 Yep. So that's, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Again, I, I like that part of it. Uh, but no, I work for Striker. Striker is my primary source. I mean, that's my, my occupation. That's my job. Um, so I sell medical, uh, devices for striker. I sell knee hip shoulder replacements and then screws, plates, rods to fix broken bones. So ironically, uh, you know, I love, I always love the biology part of things. I love the business side of things. Now I get to combine both of them. So I'm in, I'm in, uh, operating rooms, uh, nearly every day, uh, just helping, uh, the the surgical staff if they have any questions and uh things like that so that's my my primary uh, job but then yeah we own uh we own a wedding venue on on our our acreage we converted a couple old barns and uh nice. yeah yeah so that's been pretty good to us uh we do about 30 weddings a year um so and then we got and then we own some rental properties too some apartment buildings yeah. Nice. Okay. What, um, the wedding venue, is that all year round or is that 
mostly in the no, summer. No, it's yeah, it's it's very seasonal. I mean, if you've been, I'm sure you've been to Okaboji. Yeah, it's very seasonal. We're very seasonal up okay. here. Same thing. Uh, we went through the middle of July last year, and it was just way too much. Uh, one of the barns is like completely uninsulated. Oh, okay. So it's pretty much yeah, it's like pretty much just keeping your window open and heating it in the middle of January. Yeah. So yeah. it's, yeah, so we shut down and then also it, it can be very demanding. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, a, a lot of the people work with are great, but it, it's just a lot uh, during season. So it's nice to take a three, four month break. Yeah, for sure. But, Especially if you've got kids and you have another job, I mean, you know, that yeah. can almost be full-time job in and of itself. If you're, it you really, know, it's, it's really turned into it. Yeah. It really has turned into it, but, but then, yeah, I didn't, like I said, eventually, I think I'd like to, I like to start up some sort of a club up here. Uh, we need it up here. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I just, yeah, we, there's just, it, it's not great. What, what's going on up here. So I think it's good, it, it, but it, it definitely needs improvement. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. You know, um, unfortunately, you know, the Emmitsburg dynasty is, is in the rearview mirror at this time, but yeah. you know, having that tradition there, is is something you can you can use and build on you know just it's, no you know I don't know what else but yeah no I, I don't know exactly what you're saying yeah like because I want to I want to pass that mentality if at the very least on to whoever else you know I can I can uh, I can help you know along the way coach instruct whatever you want to call it but yeah because it at the end of the day it boils down to mentality you know. Uh, because I, I don't think you win all that without, you know, having the winning mentality. Yeah. You know? Last question I have for you here. Um, is there a reason why your last name has two S's in it? Is there like an origin to that? Do you know? I don't know. Yeah. I, I, that's actually the first time I've ever been asked that. I We're German. I think okay. how I understand it was uh, my relatives, I guess there was like the last train stop in Illinois. They got off and they just migrated up here. <laughs> uh, but other than that, I don't. I don't know. It's a great question. I've never really looked into it. The, I think the furthest I know history is my great great grandpa served in World War One oh, against okay. actually uh, for his Germany. So he immigrated oh. from Germany. Crazy enough, he immigrated from Germany, and then like five years later, uh, signed up and fought against. It was like within five kilometers of his hometown no in shit. Germany. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of wild wow. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. In terms of my, the, uh, what do they call that? Histology, hist whatever it's called. Yeah. I don't know anything about my last name, really. There's a black and a white wolf in me. And I live and I die. I wish one. Thanks again for listening to this episode of the Let's Talk Wrestling Podcast. Special thanks to my guest, Aaron Jansen, for taking the time to sit down and chat with me. Cover art created and designed by Kristen Gill. Please feel free to rate, comment, and subscribe to the podcast. You can also check me out on Twitter, Instagram, and my Facebook page to hear more of my content. And don't forget to check out my website, letstalkwrestlingpodcast.my.canva.site. 
And as always, be sure to tune in to hear the next guest of the Let's Talk Wrestling podcast. Take care. See you next time. Yeah.